City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everyone, this is Russell Cox, editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication. Today, I am talking to Mayor Christy Rainwater of the City of Hanahan. Mayor Rainwater, welcome. Thank you so much, Russell. It's so great to be here and have some time to chat about what's going on in our awesome cities in South Carolina. Glad to have you. Um, we are specifically talking about Hanahan's COVID-19 relief efforts, which have won the City of the Municipal Association's 2021 Achievement Award in the public safety category. These efforts began at the beginning of the pandemic when um, the Hanahan Fire Department made use of its wealth of emergency management training and got heavily involved in providing COVID-19 testing locally and even around the state. And the project has expanded since into vaccination efforts. I I have personally seen a vaccine freezer at the Hanahan Fire Department, which sets off a blast of frosty air when you open it. Absolutely. It's been a great addition to have this stuff right on site and available to help our residents. So, Mayor, can, can you tell us about that initial decision-making process last year in 2020 that led to these relief efforts? Absolutely. I'd love to share how we kind of brought about this wonderful opportunity that we have amidst a crazy situation. Um, when COVID-19 hit and we realized it was coming for South Carolina, I think people originally thought we were, you know, not going to be getting it. And, and there was just a sense of what now, you know, who knew what the future held. I remember sending an email out to our entire staff and just said, listen, we're going to lay aside our job titles and we're going to do whatever needs to be done for the residents of our city and our community, and we're going to get through this. And I was so proud of our fire department. They literally took that word and ran with it, and they went above and beyond their duties. And so, you know, when COVID-19 did come, lines for testing suddenly were not only long, but took days. You couldn't get an appointment for days in. You didn't know if you had it or not. And then, of course, you could be spreading it. You had to quarantine. There was just a lot there. And so they realized that they had the same medical training as far as someone to administer a test that the hospitals were doing at the time. And, of course, the hospitals were being overworked. Not only were they dealing with COVID patients and trying to treat them, but now they're trying to be proactive and test, and there's only so many employees in there. So between having the availability and the training, we saw it as an opportunity to become a part of um, helping what was a very challenging time. And so our fire department came to us and said, we have the ability to do this. What do you think of that? And unfortunately, we, our assistant chief um, has training where he's on a special team, kind of like a reserve team like the military has only for paramedics where they're called out when another state needs them. And so he had already been sent to California in January and had a lot of experience and knowledge firsthand based on the actions he had taken there and now was able to apply that to South Carolina as COVID crept across our state lines. And so that was kind of the process that that started the whole effort of what can we do to be a part of helping people during this difficult time. Mm -hmm. 
And I I remember in our description of the award um, that by the early part of this year, early 2021, the department had handled more than 10,000 tests. At that time, 149 testing sites around the state. I imagine that number's grown since then. Absolutely. Um, basically, once they had a handle on it, I remember we kind of started small. We started with just a day of testing. And I love that they did that versus just jumping in with two feet and then getting overwhelmed because they were able to look back, reassess. And within just a few weeks' time, though, we became a daily testing site. And what happened is they got really good, really efficient, really safe. Um, it, it was just operating like a well-oiled machine, and DHEC saw that. And so then we started to be contracted out for other cities across the state to handle, you know, whether it was a day or a program that we could jump in and assist with. So I think, you know, doing it the way we did it was wise, and then being able to expand and help others was just an amazing thing, again, during a very challenging time. So we have we, we've now talked some about the planning um, for these efforts. Could can we talk also about funding for all of this? Yes, that's a great question because I think cities have great vision across the state, but sometimes the match between the vision and the funding causes the dilemma. And that's where we have an opportunity, whether it's with COVID or anything that we're facing, to just get creative and figure out a way, you know, to start with a vision first versus just saying, oh, we don't have the money to do that, but to start in the vision and then say, how can we make this happen? Um, just turns the trajectory of what really we can accomplish. And so they started looking at the different disaster relief funds out there. And long story short, we were able to acquire funding through FEMA reimbursement for a lot of the things that we did. You mentioned the freezer early on, and that is something that we purchased and then were reimbursed. So that was really important to, A, locate the funding, but then also make sure that you jump through every hoop necessary. There's a lot of systems in place at the city of Hanahan um, with paperwork to make sure that the funding is reimbursed and, and everything is good to go with that. And then another way is through contracting of DHEC. So they knew that they had a need. They didn't have the, all the employees, but we were able to offer this as an additional job to, you know, our firefighters and paramedics who work you know, specific schedules that allow them to have flexibility in their time. And, and often they, they do work another job because they are in public service. And so they need to supplement their income. And so doing it in a field that they love was a win-win for our employees. It was a win-win for our budget. Um, and then, again, you, you just had to be careful with it. But the funding was all there. In fact, we've actually saved some money in our budget because we've chosen to do this. And things that mm -hmm. we may have had to have anyway, like leadership in our fire department, can now be funded through the FEMA reimbursement and the DHEC. So it's been amusing to see how all of that has fallen into place as well. So we have, we've talked a little bit about um, results, but what, what could you say at this point about the results of the testing, vaccinations, everything that, that the city and the department have done? So I'm really blessed to be able to see the results of our efforts on a regular basis. Um, the city of Hanahan, thankfully, works really well with Berkeley County on a variety of fronts, and that includes our emergency management division. And um, they've, they've partnered in with testing and other things as well. But one thing that we were getting regularly from them throughout the pandemic was a daily report on our numbers for the county broken down by city. And then 
obviously it got to a point where our numbers were really low. I remember the day I saw three. I felt so hopeful that COVID was going to be behind us. And obviously not. We have a variant here. And the good thing is we could jump right back in um, because we have great processes set up. We, you know, had even when it, the numbers got low, we had some afterthought meetings of what worked, what didn't. And so we were able to come in even stronger after reassessing situations. But as far as those results are concerned, Hanahan has had some of the lowest numbers to this day in the county. Um, and so I really attribute that to a lot of the testing that we've done. Um, an interesting fact is the city of Hanahan never did a mask mandate. Now, we didn't do nothing either. I know that um, there's often wisdom in balance. And so we didn't say, you know, just go live your best life. We did recommend them. We recommended using wisdom. If you are going to be somewhere within six feet, you know, consider using it. But we also didn't mandate that. Um, you can't do nothing when the world is pulling apart around you. So the avenue that we chose was to do testing and to do vaccinations. And I think it just provides an easy, just let me go get tested when it's just available in your backyard, when you don't have to make an appointment for three days out and you don't have to wait a long line. And um, just the drama that's involved when it's quick and easy and accessible, it's an easy let me go do this. And so watching those numbers come in and just be on the low side, I really attribute a lot of that to the work that our fire department is doing to the, the vaccinations, to the testing. And even early on before the vaccine was available, just our numbers were very low um, because we had the testing available. Well, as you mentioned, we had that time in in, in July when the numbers were so far down and then of course very unfortunately have risen significantly since then so the 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 pandemic continues so other than you know firing all of these efforts back up is there anything else that you could say this is what we're doing next in all of these response efforts that's a great question, and I think the principle applies to every area that we work in, you know, as leaders. It's not just about what have we done, but is what we're doing working, and what can we do next? And so we have reassessed, is what we're doing working? And it obviously is by the results that we're seeing, and we have been asking, what is next? Like, we could just keep going, obviously, because what we're doing is working. We could just keep testing um, that's kind of where it all started, but we said, what is our next? And we moved into vaccinations. And now that we're doing that, we're seeing it's working and we're saying, what is our next? So I just had a conversation with our fire chief last week about the antibody infusions. And that's something that at this time we don't believe we can do. Um, it's just not going to work at a city level due to the various components of what needs to happen to get one of those. But I've seen such positive results from people that I personally know that I've gotten those. Um, I think the, it's like 70% or maybe 80%, um, one, not having to be hospitalized or have anything major happen when they get that. So it's just a great avenue to pursue, but it's something that we can't do. So what we're going to keep doing is looking at what is working and what can we do. But at this point, we don't necessarily have a next step, but what we are regularly having is discussions on what else can we do? And then we look at that, say, can we do it? Can we not do it? And that's something that's not going to stop for the city of Hanahan. We're going to be consistently reassessing what we are doing and looking for something that we could further do to keep helping people in this area.
So one question I have for every city and town that uh, is one of the Achievement Award winners is always, what can other cities and towns learn from what you've done? And everything you've said about reimbursements for FEMA definitely sounds like a good example of that. But is, um, what would you say is a good takeaway for other cities and towns looking to do perhaps something like what Hanahan has done in this past year and a half? Well, as far as the COVID relief efforts, I would recommend considering setting up, you know, it's back again. It's here. It's stronger than it was the first round. And and our fire chief, I'm telling you, he is amazing. He would be happy to share with you what we do, how we do it. And you're welcome to get your city involved in something like that. Um, setting up the um, protocols for it. I, I mean, we have all of it established already, and you could literally take what we have, modify it for what works with your city, and run with it. Um, and like I said, it, it actually has had a positive financial impact for us. It's had a positive impact in the number of um, cases staying low, so it's definitely been worth it. But I think there's a bigger picture that can be learned not only for other cities, but even Hanahan, like what we did work, how can we apply that elsewhere? And I think it's when we're faced with a situation that's just bigger or feels like what what can we do next to get creative and to think outside the box. And I feel like a lot of cities, especially you see it in the municipal awards, um, but even beyond that, sometimes we don't even know what they're doing. But when they think outside the standard box and say, what does my city need? What can I do for them? It might not be something we do already, but it's something that we can do. It's going to wind up being a benefit if it is like our situation to the residents, to the employees on our staff, and to the communities around us. We we don't prove people that come through our line for, you know, city of Hanahan um, residency. We just help our community, whether they're with us or not, because the truth is we all need to work together and help each other. So looking at something outside the box, you know, casting that vision first, what can we do, then finding the funding for it. And, again, that might be something that has to be done creatively, not your standard raised taxes, but find it in other places. And then to Mm -hmm. stay in a constant state of reassessment where is what we're doing working. And, you know, you look at Edison and the light bulb, you know, it didn't work. So if something doesn't work the first time, saying, hey, is this something that we need to not do or is this something we just need to change it a little bit here and there and keep going? And the things that are working in our city, how can we make them better? How can we take it to the next level? And so taking those same principles that I think have worked for our COVID-19 efforts and applying them across the board is a great thing. You know, I know there's a lot of vision planning that is done by councils, by department heads, and just taking some time to do that. I feel like I'm definitely guilty of sometimes just getting in the rut of doing what I do. And um, we, we definitely can do better than that. We can take these principles and apply them across the board and see great things come out of our city. Absolutely, absolutely. That it's doing something you have never done before but is working has ramifications even beyond a public health emergency. Absolutely. It surely does. And and everybody's life, you know, our health is and safety, of course, is number one. But if we have that and have nothing else, you still want a life worth living. So it's applicable across the board and can really have, po- have positive impacts across the board as well. Well, I will say for our listeners, 
If you would like to learn more about this project, I invite you to check out the information on all the achievement awards uh, on the Municipal Association's website, uh, www.masc.se. You can search for the keyword achievement awards. The award video for Hanahan Merritt has, has you in it. It has the fire department in it as well. And with that, Mayor, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us and talk to us about this today. Well, I'm so grateful for the efforts of the Municipal Association to kind of gather us cities together and share these ideas. There's many times I've seen something done in another city that has inspired me. And so the more we can share, the greater we're going to make our state. I absolutely love that. So thank you for the invitation. Thank you to all the listeners for listening. And let's keep our cities great. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the Association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.